Now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that is me, along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew here on Just Plane Radio, the official show for 2021. And, well, aviation enthusiasts that want to learn more about learning to fly and just uh, talking about their favorite pastime, which is flying airplanes. That's what we're here for. So we're glad you're aboard, and we'll try to navigate the latest aviation news and information accordingly. Here for a new year, a fresh start. Uh, so, you know, I'm excited. Are you, Dennis? Uh, anything's better than 2020. Good point. Oh, 2020 base... did have some highlights. I can't say it was all bad. Well, not all bad, but definitely uh, a good portion of it was. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, the bar's pretty low for 2021 to be uh, much, much better. So I, I kind of... I, I'm looking at it from that standpoint. So let's hope that it's all, uh, you know, headed in the right direction finally. And we can get, uh, you know, get more flights in. You know, I actually did some flying over the over the holidays. I'll tell you my experience there over the Christmas uh, break. I did uh, tackle the commercial airliners. I'll tell you my little uh, encounter of, of how it went uh, with Southwest, by the way. But you actually did what we should have done, which is fly private. Uh, I just didn't have access to your airplane, so I couldn't do that. So let's talk about your story first, and then we'll get into some drone news for the new year. Maybe you got one of those under the tree for Christmas. Uh, There's some things you want to take into account for that, and then we got some other little goodies to share with everybody on this first broadcast for 2021. But, But I digress and get back to what you did for Christmas, which was fly your plane and do your second favorite hobby, which is dive into the ocean. Is that right? That's right. I had, as you warned me, uh, once I moved to Florida, I'm suddenly going to have people coming out of the woodwork saying, Hey, can we come down and visit? Right. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, a good friend of mine and his family came down and spent uh, the better part of a week with me here. And uh, he happens to be a scuba diver as well. So the two of us uh, pushed the airplane out of the hangar and out onto the street and fired up and flew over to Pompano Beach, which uh, took us less than an hour from the time I opened the hangar door until I was stepping on the Black Pearl with South Florida Diving Headquarters. Wow, the Black Pearl being the dive boat there in Pompano Beach. So literally is less than an hour from you taking the aircraft out of your, well, garage, because he lives in an air park now down there in Fort Myers, and stepping onto the dive boat. So think about that, Greg. I went from the west coast of Florida to the east coast of Florida mm-hmm. and got a ride from the airport to the dive boat all in under an hour. Yeah. Now, who, only, how did that work? What, did you take an Uber or something? or what? Well, do? we were going to do an Uber, but my uh, my dive buddy was having an issue with the Uber app on his phone. So instead, I just uh, tipped the line guy a few bucks and got a ride in their courtesy car over. He just dropped us right off of the dock. It's less than five minutes from the Pompano Airport wow. to South Florida's uh, dock. That is pretty sweet. That and, is uh, definitely the way to go. And Pompano Beach is one of our hotspots of places that we like to go scuba diving here, Dennis and myself, uh, over the years. we uh, South Florida Diving Headquarters is the dive boat, and they got the Black Pearl. They got like two or three different types of boats. But the Black Pearl is our favorite just because 
well, it's called the Black Pearl, and when you say you're yeah, it's kind of a thing that you could do out there. So you went out diving uh, over over the Christmas break. There had some time, had a great time diving. I assume uh, were you just sightseeing or doing anything in particular, or what? No, we literally just went over there and wanted to do the. Uh, I wanted to dive the Lady Luck just because I've heard so much about that wreck since they put it down. I wanted to go, you know, take a look at it and. You know, it was great. First time I've been in the water since we did the hammerhead sharks uh, over a year ago. So it was yeah. nice to go down on a nice deep wreck and have something to see. And, you know, all the equipment worked great and it was beautiful. The conditions were fantastic. The water is probably a little cold for you at only 75 degrees, but yeah. the visibility made up for it. It was fantastic. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, the the dive operators are diving down there, but there's not quite as many dive boats going out. Uh, even during the holidays, just because of the whole COVID thing. But uh, I've heard that uh, the conditions are, are favorable. If you can tolerate the cool water, 75 doesn't sound that cold to most people listening to Just Plain Radio right now. But trust me, there's a major shrinkage factor after about 30 minutes for most people, and especially Florida warm water wusses like myself. And uh, 75 degrees is right there at the line. I could do about 30, 40-minute dive and then... Ah, yeah, I, I got to come up for air and, and warm up before I can solar think heat about and recharge. Yeah. But you are good. You're, you, you see your, your blood end thinned out yet. You were in Minnesota for so many years. It's going to take a year or two for your uh, blood to thin out as a Floridian. And then you can join my warm water wuss, you know, club. Fair enough. Well, and yeah. that's fair enough, but mm-hmm. I'm still going to go prepared. I'm going to, I'm not going down there in board shorts and a tank top though. So I, okay. I went down in a, in a three mil full wetsuit. So that does make it, you know, a lot easier to deal with. Exactly. All right. But the cool thing is, is that, you know, it's so accessible when you think about, you know, less than an hour being on the dive boat from flying outside, you know, flying from your, your home. I mean, that's pretty, that's remarkable. I, I, I gotta say, I'm very envious. Uh, did you already figure out the uh, flight path through Orlando first and how much of a detour that would be for you? Surely it can't yeah, be that I, much. I, it's <laughs> about an extra hour of flight. Time oh, see, so yeah, that's nothing. Way. That's nothing. So, you know, think about that for your next uh, excursion. Well, the great way. part for us, though, is we had, a, we had to meet an eight eight thirty you know, boat, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we left the house at 7 and still had time to spare. So, you know, I didn't have to worry about a two and a half hour drive across Alligator Alley with the car and, you know, loading everything up just to get there in time, which makes right. for a really early start. And I don't work well early in the morning. So this, yeah, this was really convenient. Mm-hmm. And and we were still back in time for dinner. That's awesome. We were actually home by like three in the afternoon because we decided, you know, after the after the two tank dive, we said, that's enough. Um, and we headed back to the airport, got a, borrowed the courtesy car then and got lunch went over to Flanagan's, you know, just some, the things you do, right? Right. Go have a nice hamburger. Mm-hmm. My dive buddy had a, you know, adult beverage, but since I had to fly the plane, I stuck to sodas. Right. And we, okay. you know, once we off gassed a little bit and hopped on the plane and kept our altitude at a thousand feet. So we didn't have to worry about any issues with the bends and just flew back, you know, what, 35, 40 minute flight back to the garage. Okay. Yeah. You got to keep that in a, you know, as part of your plan. Uh, yeah, there's fl- these whole flying after diving issues, but if you stay under a thousand feet, you could technically be okay, but you definitely have to, you know, take that risk accordingly. And you would know this if, if you're a diver. Now uh, let's talk about the flying aspects though, because you, you flew into Pompano beach and the airport once again was which one? 
Uh, Pompano Beach Air Park. Okay. All right. And it was only five minutes from the dock, which is uh, very convenient. So what can you tell us about their facility there? So the airport is one of my favorites to fly in in South Florida because it's also the home of the Goodyear blimp. And so it's pretty darn cool when you're cleared to land on runway one and there's the blimp tied up, you know, in the middle of the infield, just sitting there. That's a neat scene just to, just to see that. And then uh, we've, we went to Shelter uh, as the FBO on the field and the folks at Shelter, I can't say enough nice things about them. I mean, we pulled in with the airplane and their line guys were able to give us a ride. They gave us, you know, the access to the loaner car afterward to go get lunch. Hmm. Uh, All of that for, you know, a a minor handling charge to use their ramp for the afternoon. I think it was money well spent. Okay. Did you have to buy fuel while you were there or what was the the charge in? I mean, do no, they do I, one of those things have, where you, if you buy a certain amount of fuel, then there's no charge or what, what is it? They may have waived it, but because I did not take on fuel since I uh, only had about a 30 minute flight time, right. there was really no point in filling up over there. Yeah. So yeah, I just paid the fee and I, I honestly was money well spent given how well they took care of us and offering us use of the car. That would have been, you know, more than 25 bucks to just to take a, you know, a couple of Ubers back and forth to a restaurant. I'm hip. They, they obviously didn't know who you were because otherwise no, they would have charged you. <laughs> well, they probably wouldn't have given me the keys to the car either. Right. Right. But uh, I, I don't know if you can count on that kind of service every time if you're flying in there, but hey, they gave it to Dennis. So I don't know. You just got to take your chances flying there. We got to give them props for that, for sure. Taking care of their aviation enthusiasts, uh, even Dennis. <laughs> All right, we got more coming up on the first broadcast of 2021 next. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight training professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons flight training professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plain Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlainRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. Yeah.
Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. You remember the way the janitor was last New Year's? Oh, yeah. So happy Just Plane Radio, Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis. We're your crew navigating the latest aviation news and information for 2021. First broadcast, uh, and we made it. You know, we made it through 2020, so, hey, just be thankful, right? I think uh, everybody can agree with me on that one, and uh, we got some good stuff to look forward to. And look, you know, maybe you got something interesting for Christmas and for the holiday. You know, maybe someone gave you a drone. I know a lot of kids got them for sure, but uh, even some of us aviation enthusiasts might have picked up uh, one or two of those things as like just something to play with. One of those adult toys that, uh, you know, I, I I think pilots can appreciate these things a little bit more than others. Are you with me on this, Dennis? I know you do. You have a license for drone, right? I have a license for drone and I have a couple, but honestly, I haven't been flying them because I find it more fun to go fly the full scale. Well, exactly. You got your your full service drone kind of in the sky now, parked in the garage. (laughs) Exactly. So you're you're making the most of it. But there are some new rules that the FAA has uh, just put into effect for people, you know, uh, playing with their drone, especially, you know, after Christmas. You need to be aware of this. So we're going to run through a few of them. To make sure you don't get uh, tagged with a you know a fine or end up doing something that you shouldn't have done in the first place, we want to make sure our passengers are fully informed. So, what what do they entail exactly? Well, first of all, the FAA has uh, finally published a long-awaited um, set of updates to their rules, and they are now going to start allowing drones to be flown over groups of people and mm-hmm. at night. Uh, which is a change from our previous policies that we've had. So this is really paving the way towards the drone deliveries, being able to get that burrito, you know, delivered from the the local Taco Bell right to you. Right. Uh, th- that kind of thing is happening. So there's a lot of changes coming with that, including the the remote ID, where basically you're going to have to have uh, a digital license plate. Uh, your drone's going to have to be capable of transmitting a signal so they can identify wh- who owns the drone as it's flying over. Mm-hmm. So that's all coming. Uh, it's going to be required in the next couple of years. But in the meantime, uh, there's there's a lot of common sense things that you need to know how to fly your drone legally and safely now that you have one. And I think a lot of people maybe are unaware, but you do actually have to register your drone. If it weighs more than 250 grams, which is not a lot, um, it has to be registered with the FAA. Otherwise, you can face a fine. So... You have to be 13 years of uh, age or older and a U.S. uh, citizen or legal resident in order to register that drone. Yeah. What is 250 grams about? What could we compare that to? Like a package of Twinkies or something? I mean, that's not very heavy at all. It's just over a half a pound. So it's it's not much. All right. So just kind of keep that in mind or come up with something that weighs about a half a pound. Which would be like a loaf of bread. If it's bigger, you know, heavier than a loaf of bread, you're probably... uh, and registered uh, territory, wouldn't you think? Most likely. I mean, if you're looking at the little drones that you can fit in the palm of your hand, those ones probably are not going to be a, an issue. But right. If you're looking at something like a DJI Phantom or something with an onboard camera, uh, with DJI, I think, only has one drone that's under that weight limit. 
Um, otherwise, everything else is a mandatory registration. Yeah, and- just assume you're going to have to register it uh, for sure. And, and by the way, yeah, just to go back to these things flying at night now uh, they, and above people, you know UFO sightings are going to go through the roof over the next year or so. That's my prediction. What do you think? Are you with oh, me? Oh, I on think this? so. You, yeah. you know how people decorate all of their, right. their toys and golf carts. You know, people are going to put these little LED lights on the bottom and have mm-hmm. them making all sorts of crazy designs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so. you already got the problem in LA with people seeing, you know, guys in jetpacks. So who knows right. what's next? That's right? a whole nother issue. Yeah. Hey, that, that guy's been active again. You saw that. They got Christmas, a video right? of him, I guess. Yeah. I saw the video on, uh, on YouTube. So, uh, you know, it's hard to tell, though, from the video is like, is that really a guy? It sure looks like one. But I mean, you know, it, could it be a a dummy, you know, hooked up to, you know, like a drone that just looks like a flying guy? It could be that, too. I mean, I think you this can't is the tell. 2020 version of Bigfoot, right? Right. Very well. Grainy photos, not real clear what yeah. it is. I mean, yeah. actually, the, the video is pretty clear. But I mean, but once again, it's just a, you know, the. The guy's stationary with a jetpack. So, you, you know, is it? does it look like a guy? Yeah. Could it be a dummy? Yeah, of course it could be. You know, I have no no way of knowing it because you can't, you can't see him moving at all. You know what I mean? So right. we, the, the jury's still out whether this is a real person. Uh, you know, by the way, at 3,000 feet, which would be quite remarkable. Uh, yeah, considering the actual jetpacks that uh, are being produced aren't able to get to those heights yet. Right. So, so there's uh, some, you know, some real controversy of of what's really happening here. But yeah, he was he was active over the holidays. So you know, maybe he got it for Christmas. Maybe it was a drone. I don't know. I guess we'll find out with the rest of the world soon enough. But if it is a drone, that operator needs to go out and download the FAA's Before You Fly app. Right. Uh, because that's going to help him figure out where you can legally fly and understand what airspace is around you. He is I mean, not If you're out in the legal, deserts of Nevada, sure. it's probably fine. But in the in California, in that high-density airspace there, you, you're, it's really touchy yeah. whether you're in some airports. Uh, yeah, he's uh, not legal Delta. if he's a yeah. drone or a jetpacker. Either way. He's Either violating. way. Some serious rules, and he's going to get busted if it is a guy. Well, it's either a person in the you know jetpack or somebody flying this thing as a drone that looks like a guy in a jetpack. Either way, either way, he's they need to be aware. The rules. Exactly, and uh, you know so, the law is going to catch up with him. I have a feeling eventually. But uh, a- but okay, so the the tips are once again, uh, you know, make sure you register your drone. Where else or what else do we got? Um, download the FAA's before you fly app so that you understand, you know, what airspace you're in and where you can fly that drone and whether or not the, where you're planning to operate, you can legally do it. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you don't want to be, you know, one mile from an active runway, um, in, with a control tower flying your drone. That's, that's not going to be real nah. cool unless you go through and notify and do all sorts of stuff. So just keep that, those couple basic tips in mind, and then just fly your airplane. You know, remember the drone is to be flown for recreational purposes, unless you are an FAA part 107 pilot and have the the rating, then you can actually fly for hire and, you know, do filming of, uh, you know, the neighbors or of the house for real estate or something like that. But otherwise you're required to only fly for recreational purposes, stay below 400 feet, um, you know, Keep the drone within line of sight. You can't just take off and, you know, go fly it with the, the set of goggles and, you know, be 10 miles away from you. You have to actually see the drone the entire time. Right. Because that's how you're going to make sure you're not going to interfere with 
manned aircraft. And I don't think you, that you can get a uh, permit, by the way, just to go film your neighbors. <laughs> well, that, that's the whole respect the <laughs> privacy of others. I mean, you know, why would you not? Why would you get a drone without a camera if you're not going to go fly and see what's going on in a neighbor's pool, right? Well, I, I mean, that's the truth. But I, I think getting a uh, waiver. I said you. I didn't say me. Oh no, yeah, you're a liar. You're the one with the drone, not me, buddy boy. Come clean, Dennis. It's just a thing. I mean, you know, we know what they're doing up there. All right, more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot, and flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. With Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Happy New Year to you! This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew navigating the latest aviation news and information here on the first broadcast of 2021. Now, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I actually did fly over the holidays. I broke all the rules. No, I didn't break. Actually, you know what? I was extra careful. Uh, Let's not forget, I had COVID. I went through it. I have the antibodies. (laughs) So, in theory, I should be a little bit, you know, safer than your average you know, uh, commercial flight traveler, but, uh, we took, uh, every precaution we could possibly take, but, uh, I, it was very important for me to get, uh, get to Ohio of all places, which is, uh, you know, a purple area. Is that what they're calling the hot spots, Dennis? They, they I said, haven't really heard. I'd yeah. They, they say it's of- purple. I'm like, well, what the hell does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I just know it when, well, no matter where you go, it's a hot spot. And you better be extra careful, wear your mask, stay socially distanced and all that stuff. We took every precaution we could possibly take. And, uh, you know, so far, uh, you know, we got back from our trip and everybody's fine. And and uh, I think we may have uh, got away with it. But, you know, it's not for everybody. You got to make your own personal choices in that regard. But that was the choice that we decided to make. And uh, and we seem to be okay. And But I'll tell you, you know, I flew southwest. The The plane was not full. 
they, you know, they weren't guaranteeing they, they'd have like, you know, a, an empty seat next to every person, but that kind of is what happened. Um, you know, I, I'd say maybe it was like two thirds full, you know, so you could you spread out a little bit on the aircraft. We didn't have a really long flight either. It was only about an hour and a half. But, you know, they, they uh, are coming through the plane and spraying some kind of antimicrobial goo all over the seats and everything, they said. And, you know, and, of course, you wear your masks, and they are pretty they were pretty strict about making sure everybody was uh, walking around the air, airport and on the aircraft, make sure everybody kept their mask on. And But they were pleasant about it. I didn't see any, like, uh, dust-ups. Like uh, that you see on the news or anything. So I got to give props to Southwest. Not only did they seem to be taking everything um, seriously, they were doing it professionally, and uh, everybody was abiding by the rules and seemed to be, you know, cooperative in that sense. I, I felt pretty good about it. And they were on time. They got us there and back with no issues. So uh, it was a win in, in all uh, sense of the word. Now, uh, I it seemed like. You know, comparing this trip to uh, one that I did about a month ago, uh, the one a month ago, I didn't see as many people, I don't know, cooperating, especially in the airport. You hear what I'm saying, Dennis? I, I saw a lot of uh, chin diapers and things like that. I was like, man, don't they realize they're supposed to wear that over their mask and or over their m- mouth and nose? And some yeah, of I think them, some were- people are just uh, oblivious on how do those things work, right? But I, I will tell you, over the holiday, over the Christmas holiday, um, they, they, I saw much more cooperative effort in that regard, at least at the airports that I visited. Uh, but, you know, we were in and out quick. And I'd, I'll tell you what, this is another reason why, why if you're going to fly commercial, for God's sakes, get global entry and TSA pre because uh, there was no waiting there at all. And if, if there's any vulnerable part of your travel, I, I'm not so sure it's on the aircraft. I think it's like in the security lines. You know what I mean? But if no, you get, I wouldn't doubt that because people are packed like sardines in the queues. Right. And I mean, yeah, you can try to get your six foot social distance, but you know how well that works and yeah. how far apart are each of the, the lanes with the ropes, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah, I love the fact that you can just walk right up to the, you know, practically walk right up to the TSA agent if you pre-check because exactly. just don't exist. Well, it's just another reason, once again, why uh, that's such a great value. $100 for global entry and you get uh, TSA pre free as part of it. You know, if you pay for TSA pre by itself just for domestic travel, I mean, it's still worth it. It's 75 bucks. But for another 25 bucks, it'll apply around the world. Now, how that plays out with this whole COVID thing, they're talking about coming up with the COVID passports and all that. So who knows how that's going to you know, filter out as uh, travel continues to open up uh, around the world. But in the meantime, I will say that the global entry thing and the TSA pre, uh, I mean, that's invaluable right now. Uh, especially if you're trying to be extra careful and staying away from everybody. Because that's, to me, that that's probably the Achilles heel or the most vulnerable part in commercial air travel right now is lining up with thousands of uh, travelers and, you know, you're lined up and, you know, everybody's trying to stay apart. But in the security lines, there's only so much they can do uh, on a really busy day like that. So uh, that would be, uh, you know, that's my little tip. You know, give yourself something uh, for Christmas if you didn't already get it and get global entry or TSA pre or both for a hundred bucks. Good for like five years. 
It's a bargain. A lot of credit card companies, by the way, special credit cards you get, they actually give you this bonus for global entry free as part of uh, the perks. Like you charge it on the credit card and then they credit you back that fee of a hundred bucks. So, hey, there, there's my little uh, gift to you uh, as one air traveler to another. And uh, once again, Southwest, at least, seemed to be doing a pretty good job at handling the whole thing. And we'll just hopefully uh, wish for the best as we continue into the new year that this is only going to get better and better as the vaccine circulates and we can travel more freely again and get back to some uh, resemblance to normal. So we can hope, right? It's never going to beat general aviation, but, you know, sometimes you have no choice. I don't have a plane. I don't live in an air park like Captain Dennis. So <laughs> unless I could. Yeah, well, or I can get you to pick me up and fly me to where I got to go. But, uh, you know, he, he's only willing to do that if there's my, maybe diving in the plan. And, uh, this, or stone crabs. Or stone crabs, yeah. He has to be bribed somehow. Uh, but uh, no such luck. Now, uh, we got another story when it comes to commercial flying. And this is where, uh, I don't know, art imitates life or vice versa. Uh, there's this new show on HBO or HBO max called the flight attendant, which features the girl who, uh, well, this is her first starring role, I guess, after big bang fit theory, you know, she's on big bang theory is who, what was her character name on that show? She was Penny. Penny. Right. See, I, I didn't watch that show. I kind of glanced over it. I mean, it's a big show, but it's a bunch of com- computer nerds and uh, you know, Dennis is, is, he loves that stuff and I do too. But I, for whatever reason, I never got into that show, but I know her and she's kind of funny, but she has this new show on HBO where she's a flight attendant and it starts off pretty crazy where she, uh, somebody dies, of course. And then, you know, it's like, did she do it when she was in a drunken you know, stupor and she doesn't remember anything? And then it goes, well, she from woke there. up in bed next to his dead body. So right. <laughs> that's a that's kind of a heck of an intro to a TV show. It, right? it, it's pretty, uh, jarring at the beginning. Yeah. And and then he starts talking to her, and so I'm not giving anything away. It's a, the whole show. I mean, but she was the flight attendant. She was taking care of him on the plane and flirting right. with him. And and uh, you know, in the whole life imitates art or art it imitates life. Uh, yeah. It turns out British Airways has launched an investigation to identify which one of their stewardesses is advertising those sorts of services uh, for the passengers. Yeah. Apparently, if you want a little bit more uh, attention, uh, for lack of a better term. Um, you can sign up and meet up with this flight attendant and she will uh, meet you before or after the flight or give you special attention during the flight. Yeah, that's so, a, it's a whole nother thing, you know, about the mile you know, high club type of deal. Uh, I, I don't think in this case uh, anybody ended up dead, <laughs> but they not yet. <laughs> well, yeah, but they did find some flight attendants that were offering additional services above and beyond first class. So. Yes. And so, you know, racy pictures being posted online and all sorts of stuff like that. So, of course, they'd like to try to root out that problem and keep their their image upright. But on the other hand, you know, maybe for the passengers that, you know, when you got a long flight ahead of you. Uh, Might you know, be a perk. It helps you yeah. pass the time. Well, what was the uh, airline again? It was uh, British Airways. Okay. Well, uh, you know, you may look at that as a uh, perk or something you want to avoid. Right? We are not going to judge either way here at Just Plane Radio. More coming up. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle.
Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? We'll drink a cup of kindness yet for days of old lang syne. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me, Law Captain Dennis, navigating the latest aviation news and information here on our first show for 2021. Now, last week, you know, uh, I, like I said, I flew commercial, did a little family time, uh, killed some mice. We were on a hunt for mice. We had a my, mice in my my mom's house that we had to uh, exterminate. Didn't so, you just buy her a cat? Uh, that could have been, uh, that would have been an excellent gift. And but it was by by then it was kind of too late and it's holidays and like got to train the cat you know all that stuff so like let's just get some mouse traps and see if we can make things happen and uh, it was a fun fun thing but it didn't really involve any kind of flying activity so that was the height of uh, my holiday visit uh, other than the the food and everything else that goes along with it so. I don't know. You did something a little bit more aviation, aviation themed, right? That's correct. Uh, you know, I took advantage of some of the, the time off of work and the fact that a lot of the neighbors were home and, uh, we took over, took on some maintenance projects with the airplane, some, uh, things that I've been wanting to do, some things that just needed to get done. Uh, obviously an you know, oil change was coming due because of all of the flying that we've been doing lately with moving the plane down here and flying around Florida and going out for breakfast on Saturday mornings and things like that. Um, but also, uh, was able to do an upgrade to the airplane at the same time. Uh, I've been having a, a intermittent issue with the starter where if the airplane's hot, um, and you go to start the engine, the starter doesn't want to catch. So the blade, the uh, propeller doesn't turn. Hmm. You hear the motor running and it's annoying. It's, it's, but it a was a starter. It, you didn't have a mouse in there or anything. Nope. There wasn't a mouse in there, but it kind of sounded like one. Oh, really? Because yeah. all you hear is the electric motor spinning and you don't have like, the, the propeller turning over. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right. It is. So, similar. yeah. And, and it's a known issue with the, with those older aircraft starters. They have something called a Bendix gear that actually grabs the propeller and, or the, the gears to actually turn the engine over and, when they start to get old and worn out, uh, the, they uh, they don't retract correctly or they stick and don't don't come back out. Um, so rather than continuing, you know, put another one of those same things in and then deal with this problem again in another five years or something like that, I decided to look into the options of, you know, what newer technologies out there for starters. And, and surprisingly, there's a couple of choices. Yeah, and I chose a, a company called B and C. Uh, they make a very nice, high quality, lightweight starter. And the advantage here is it doesn't have the Bendix gear. It uses a solenoid to engage the propeller to start the engine. And it's eight and almost nine pounds lighter than the starter that came out of the plane. So, nice. you know, we you know, useful loads, always an issue, Greg, we got to have room for stone crabs on the return flight, right? Well, yeah. now I got room for eight more pounds of stone crab in the airplane. Well, or, you know, on your Christmas trip, uh, you know, that Christmas goose that you ate. And put on an extra pound or two. Uh, oh, was... I better not put on an extra pound or two. I've been working too hard to get rid of pounds since last year. Well, I'm just saying. You know, yes. That holiday meal uh, was compensated for uh, due to the loss and weight of your starter. That's that's pretty nice. So that was a surprising bonus, or did you realize it when you ordered it? 
Uh, I realized it when I ordered it. It was one of the considerations. Uh, you know, one, I, I'm going to have an, an, a starter that I don't have to mess with for 2,000 hours. That's yeah. what they, they say. You don't have to touch it. There's no servicing, nothing that needs to be done. And because of the, the weight gain, I mean, this is, this is a, a benefit all the way around. No well, maintenance, lighter weight, yeah. uh, more reliable. What's, you know, I don't see the downside to this. So I, I thought it was a great decision and the folks at BNC were, were very helpful and able to get it out in a matter of a couple of days, even though, uh, you know, with COVID and all the supplier problems, these guys, they had the, the part to me in a couple of days. It was right. fantastic. So you found this all online by doing your own research or did you uh, hit up your neighbors, your fellow aviation air park neighbors and say, Hey, I need a new starter. Should I get one of these instead? Or how did that work? Or did you just lean on them to help you install it? I, I, it was the latter. Um, okay. I did the research. I, we, we've talked to these folks at uh, Sun and Fun and at Oshkosh over the last couple of years. So I kind of knew what was out there. And I've had previous experience. Um, you know, when I was in the flying club, we had a, a competitor's lightweight starter too. And I just liked what BNC had to say. There, there seems to be a little bit higher build quality. They use ball bearings instead of bushings and things like that, which mm-hmm. is going to make it a little bit more uh, robust, I think, for the long term. Got it. But the nice part about living here in the air park, all I had to do was open my hangar door and make one phone call. And here comes the the, the neighbor who happens to be an A&P and two other uh, of my uh, neighbors uh, came over to kind of assist, pitch in, or just you know make snide remarks. Either way, it was all welcomed, <laughs> and so we had. Well, a nice they weren't invited; ch- they just were happening to walk uh, walk by and say, "Hey, Dennis, yeah, is working they, on this plane. What much. are you doing oh, there, Dennis?" That's exactly what happens. Yeah. You open the hangar door, you take the cowl off the airplane, and people, you know, come. Hey, what you, what you working on? And mm-hmm. you know, it was fantastic. So we got that starter in. We did an oil change, and then while we were at it, I also replaced the lower spark plugs because you know that we've had a couple of issues in the past on on flights where all of a sudden we'll get that rough running cylinder, and you know, kind of sh- you know, kind of jostles you a little bit, and you clean right. the spark plugs up, and it's fine. Well, I talked to the folks at Tempest and asked them, you know, hey, what's going on here and what what do you recommend? And he said, for your engine, I would highly recommend going with the fine wire instead of the old, what they call a massive electrode spark plug. It keeps the, the tip farther away. It burns a little bit hotter and it uh, is less prone to accumulating either oil or carbon that can cause that that uh, fouling or shorting of that spark plug. Yeah, and uh, we're hoping that we will see an end to those little little gremlins in flight now. So, hmm. so I'm that excited. was the so you just replaced all the spark plugs. I actually I just did the lower ones to start with because it's always the bottom plugs that were having the problem. The mm-hmm. tops seem to be fine. So for right now, I'm I'm running a mix of fine wires on the bottom and massive electrode on the top. So and, was that one of those things that once you got in there, like, well, since we're in here, you know, that's it started with an oil change. Yeah. Then, hey, we, we got the cover off of it, and that's all open. Let's let's tackle the starter. It's sitting yeah. on the shelf here, and. Yeah, and one thing led to another, and people were pitching in. It turns out one of the neighbors is is uh, working on and getting his uh, A and P license, so he was uh, more than happy to contribute to the effort so he can get the experience that he needs. He needs two thousand hours of of practice under the tutelage of another A and P, so he was using the time on my airplane. How about that? Yeah. So, did they have any tips on uh, on things to add uh, while you're? I mean, when they were just sitting there watching you, your neighbors. Surely they go, Hey, well, you got the start. You know what you ought to do. You ought to do them wires over there and do something about your intake valve that, you know, that kind of stuff. Was that going on or what? 
I think everybody's got suggestions on what to do next. And yeah. it's all a matter of budget. And we're talking about projects. And one of the things that we still need to do is get a fuel flow um, sensor installed in the airplane. But that's, uh, we got to figure out the plumbing of that to actually get that little, uh, little transducer installed. But that'll be nice because then I'll actually be able to see what the actual fuel flow is in real time instead of just, you know, measuring it after I fill up the tank and dividing by the number of hours. Okay. We'll actually be able to see that and have that information tracked and logged. All right. So you want that. That's one of your New Year's resolutions. Uh, anything else that uh, well, you're putting on the list there for that? We're, we're going to see, but I'm I'm thinking that it may be time to upgrade the engine monitor to a more capable model too. I'm doing some research and I'm hoping to be able to do something uh, before Sun and Fun, but if not, I'll I'll wait till then and maybe place an order there and hopefully get a show special or something like that. But, well, what is that the same one you were talking about or the, I thought you just replaced that last year. Sure, I did, but you know, you always want an upgrade. But right. you know, the the one that I put in there is is somewhat limited. It only does the cylinder head temperatures and fuel flow. Mm. And I'm looking at a more capable model mm. that also can replace the tack and the manifold pressure and give me all of the engine parameters in a single gauge located right next to the instruments. Because I don't know if you remember the last time you flew in the Mooney, but in front of the passenger seat is where the manifold tack and uh, outside air temperature gauges are that's all the way across the airplane so you got to look way over to the side to check the engine instruments when you're you know supposed to be looking at your own gauges so it would be nice to get everything consolidated and have a nice color screen and right in front of you and right in line of sight i think it'd make it a lot safer and a little easier to manage there's always something better and always uh, and we're suckers for the next great thing prettier colors flashy lights it's always going to be worth the upgrade right absolutely yeah so we'll leave it at that till next time remember there is no better high than learning to fly just plain radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. i say we take off and nuke the entire site from morbid your aviation resource on the information super skyway it's the only way to be sure just plain radio is a production of overboard entertainment incorporated but just plain wrong remember you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. i'm gonna leave my people up to the radio tower so tell a friend and take off every week with just plain radio and i'm gonna make a call the show devoted exclusively to fly and the aviation lifestyle. <laughs> Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plane Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlaneRadio.com.